Welcome to the Poultry Health Today podcast, where we talk all health, all the time. Here, engaging interviews with today's leading industry experts. Hosted by Poultry Health Today editors, podcast episodes highlight the latest ideas, insights, and advice to improve poultry health, welfare, performance, and food safety. My name is Caroline Stocks with Poultry Health Today, and with me is Scott Martin, who is an independent poultry consultant specialising in hatcheries. Scott, thank you very much for joining us. My pleasure. Now, we've seen uh, hatcheries come under a lot of pressure in recent years, I think specifically with the introduction of no antibiotics ever production systems. Can you talk us through a little bit of the impact that the NAE production has had? It is going to make us better hatchery managers. It is going to make us better live production managers because we have to uh, realize that the antibiotics will not be used anymore. So we have to change our processes in order to be able to go and to stay non-antibiotic. How much of a challenge is sanitation? What kind of impact is that having on on wider production and, and chick quality? Starting about 30 years ago, hatcheries started to go with automation to reduce their labor. Uh, Labor was starting to become a problem, and it is even more of a problem today. And again, this is worldwide. Um, the, uh, The issue is when you run a skeleton crew, you know, you're dealing with a perishable product, and it's a very fast day. Right now, all the labor is used to process, to get do the daily activities, to get the baby chicks processed into the customer. That's what is done right now. But to be antibiotic free and to be able to go, no antibiotics ever, we have got to do a much better job in cleaning our hatcheries. And in that, specifically equipment. So faced with these challenges then that that so many producers are having, how can they actually go about optimizing performance? We're going to have to go with automation from the beginning of the hatchery where the egg comes in until the chick leaves. We need to automate everywhere we can. And how far do you think the industry is in terms of of getting the, the investment in automation that it needs? I don't think we're even, I don't think we're even at 70% yet. And the reason I say that, because some, some hatcheries, uh, there's only a few hatcheries out there that are what I would call fully automated. And again, and I'm talking about the total process from the time where the egg comes in till the chick leaves. There's only a few hatcheries like that. Um, the, uh, but hatcheries are trying to get to this point. And uh, in order to get to this point, you still have to have the maintenance to do the functions, daily functions on these machines, the preventive maintenance to keep it going, but we also need sanitation. We need to put that up on the front burner again. And you've spoken um, at industry events previously and said that that it's really important that producers um, get back to basics or take a back to basics approach um, to get consistent production and to get all these kind of uh, quality issues right. Can you talk us through a little bit about what that means in terms of um, things like collection and storage? A dirty egg will probably not make a good quality chick. Okay. 
So we have to start with a good product. We have to put standards in place in our companies and we have to adhere to these standards consistently. We can't let the markets dictate what we do. And what I'm talking about, when we have, when we have a low egg supply, our inventories are low. Typically, our standards change on the quality of eggs that we allow into our hatcheries, okay? Now, we're talking agriculture here. There are eggs that come in, in, in my opinion, that I think are fine. And I think there are eggs that are being culled out that need to come to the hatchery. I mean, we're talking about agriculture. So I'm not talking about, you know, do we need spotless eggs coming in? Absolutely not. And nor will I ever talk about that because that's never going to happen. What I'm talking about is when we see that something is dirty, when we see something is out of our standard, we need to be able to get that back into our standard. And we need to quit making the exception the rule. So I guess a lot of that comes down to monitoring and surveillance. That is your telltale right there. Um, and, and we do need to do that. We, and again, people that are listening to this are probably saying they know me and say, hey, Scott, we already do that. You know, I'm not, and I'm not putting everybody in the screw. I'm talking about it in, in general. Okay. But we, we absolutely need to monitor what we do on a daily basis. And again, before we monitor, we need to know what we're monitoring. What, what exactly are the standards? What are our company standards? You know, what, what do, are we allowing? And then uh, we need to adhere to that. And we can't do that if somebody doesn't monitor. And you can't monitor if we don't have labor to do this. And it boils down to quality assurance. It feels a lot like a kind of catch-22 situation there. You need the surveillance, you don't have the people. So if people don't have the, the number of employees they need, do you have kind of strategies to help them? Are, are there, is there any techniques or advice that you would have? We have to be able to produce a product that is affordable to the industry. We've, we've been years and years trying to keep our prices low you know, so that the, the consumer, you know, can afford this. And uh, because that's how we sell more chicken is to be able to do this. Well, you can't be adding cost and keep your price down. That doesn't work. But what we have to do is to figure out simple plan. And that is number one, what do we need? Number two, can we afford that? How much grade A can we afford? Okay, and we have to figure out what we need and then we have to figure out how do we do it. And again, as I'm going to go back to, we will not be able to do it with labor because it's not there. And we're going to have to go automated and the automation is going to have to become so user friendly. And I don't mean user friendly how it works. I'm talking about user friendly. How do we clean this equipment so that our product coming through there? or you know is in a good situation is you know all the time so it sounds like there needs to be quite a lot of uh, improved communication across the whole supply chain for the people who are developing the technology absolutely and, and i've and i've worked with and i've talked with uh, a lot of the uh, the allied that supply this equipment and they want to be able to supply it as well uh, but this equipment is not cheap. 
it's it's not cheap but but it is the it is going to be the cost of doing business we have got to invest in our infrastructure in these hatcheries to be able to to be able to keep them going like we want to in the last few years i've been starting to get into sanitation more and more and the reason why i see equipment being cleaned but it's not being cleaned properly and if you can't keep it clean properly it's it's not worth doing because we're not getting any benefit out of that it needs to be cleaned the parts that we can't see so when you see areas that have not been cleaned imagine what the equipment looks like that behind the scenes that we don't see and so we have to be more attentive and we have to train our we have to train the employees that when you do the job do it correct do it correct and and we have to be able to obviously give them the tools they need to be able to do that job correct as well thanks for listening to the poultry health today podcast To get the latest news and interviews delivered to your inbox twice a week, subscribe to our e-newsletter by visiting poultryhealthtoday.com slash join.